Hello, my dear listeners. You found your way to Counter Melody, and I couldn't be more delighted to welcome you to my podcast. Once again, and as always, I'm your host, Daniel Gundlach, and I'm here to present to you the finest exponents, both renowned and less well-known, of the art of song. Sometimes it just seems as if the world has turned completely upside down, but it is my fervent hope, even in these difficult times, that the artists I present here may brighten our path with their luminous voices and inspire us on our search toward a better and more hopeful future. And now, this week's episode. Hi, everybody. This is going to be the last of my Forgotten Divas series for Black History Month 2024. Every single one of these singers that I have presented to you has a very special place in my heart, but there is something about the singer that we are going to hear today, Veronica Tyler, who has so completely captured my imagination and earned my utter respect for both her voice and her artistry. The recording that we just heard of Give Me Jesus is the single unaccompanied selection on a 1980 release by Veronica Tyler. 
that was presented by the Abbey of Regina Laudis in commemoration of the 1500th anniversary of the birth of St. Benedict. This is a rare recording. It took me quite a while to get my hands on a copy of it. After I had dubbed it off, oh my goodness. Well, it simply ranks up there with the best recordings of all time of spirituals. Veronica Tyler is the third of our great Baltimoreans this week. First, we heard Damon Evans introducing my previously published episode on George Shirley. Then we heard the phenomenal jazz diva Ethel Ennis in the middle of the week. And today we have the exquisite Veronica Tyler. When I hear the voice of Veronica Tyler, I feel like I'm getting a glimpse into the soul of this singer. I've never heard her do anything less than transcendent singing. Ms. Tyler, who died on March 21st, 2020, at the age of 81. These days, she's very little remembered. But in the 1960s, I dare say that there was no better lyric soprano out there. There were a lot of beautiful, beautiful lyric sopranos, don't get me wrong. But she's up there with the very best of them. And for about 10 years, as far as I've been able to determine, she had a very active international career. One of her earliest commercial releases came in the year 1962, when she appeared with the duo pianists Gold and Fitzdale. Arthur Gold and Robert Fitzdale were referred to by their friends as The Boys. They were a wonderfully talented gay male couple who played the piano together. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, were dedicated cooks and also wrote a book together about the fascinating artist's muse, Misia Sert. Anyway, this recording of the Liebeslieder Walzer of Brahms followed on the heels of a performance given by these forces at Philharmonic Hall during the opening week of Lincoln Center. The singers heard here are Veronica Tyler, soprano, Regina Sarfati, mezzo-soprano, Charles Bressler, tenor, and John Boyden, baritone. I would love to play this whole group of Liebeslieder Walzer for you, but I'm just going to play the one entitled Die Grüne Hopfenranke. The green ivy lies in coils upon the earth. The beautiful young maiden is sad of heart. Tell me, green ivy, why do you not grow towards heaven? Tell me, lovely maiden, why your heart is so heavy. How can the ivy grow up high, lacking a prop and strength? How can a maiden be happy when her sweetheart has gone away? Thank you. 
Veronica Tyler was an intensely musical singer, and she sang in a wide variety of styles. She was a favorite of the conductor Leopold Stokowski, and in 1967 appeared in Mahler's Resurrection Symphony with him at Carnegie Hall, and also in a recording of excerpts from Bach's Magnificat. And we hear, at this moment, the aria Quia Respexit Humilitatem. This is one of the most sinuously expressive among Bach's melodies, and Veronica Tyler unspools it on a gorgeous thread of tone. Veronica Tyler was also a favorite of conductor Leonard Bernstein. She appeared on three different Young People's Concerts telecasts, and she appeared a great number of times with the New York Philharmonic in the 1960s, both under Bernstein's baton and under the batons of guests like Andre Kostelanitz. One thing that touches me enormously about these televised appearances by Veronica Tyler is that one can see her emergence as a somewhat gawky but enormously expressive singer into a singer of great poise and quiet authority. From her very first appearance on a Young People's Concert, 
on the 18th of March 1961, she performed two arias. First, Mimi's Dondelieta Uschi, followed by Lucy's aria from Giancarlo Menotti's opera The Telephone. It's that aria that we're going to hear right now. This concert featured a group of very young performers, including, at the podium for this number, conductor Gregory Millar. That was a goodbye song, so now I shall sing a hello song from Menotti's gay little opera The Telephone. The heroine of this opera is a girl named Lucy, who has one great weakness. She loves to talk for hours on the telephone. Hello, hello, oh Margaret, it's you. I am so glad you called. I was just thinking of you. It's been a long time since you called me. Oh, I, I cannot come tonight. No, my dear, I'm not feeling very well. When, where, I wish I could be there.
When Veronica reappeared on a Young People's concert, she was conducted by Leonard Bernstein himself. This was a program on sonata form. And according to my dear friend Damon Evans, who knew Veronica, Bernstein did not want to perform this aria on the program. But she asked him to please allow her to sing it through for him, and he was, not surprisingly, enchanted with her portrayal. Already she's appearing much more self-assured, much more poised, and there's a beautiful surprise at the end of this aria, which is sure to delight you and take your breath away. Thank you. 
1966 was a banner year for Veronica Tyler. In February, she made an appearance with the Boston Symphony under the baton of its music director Erich Leinsdorf in a performance of Robert Schumann's massive oratorio Scenes from Goethe's Faust. Faust was portrayed by the great German baritone Hermann Prey. And this scene, which we will hear from the third of such scenes from Goethe's Faust, is a dialogue between Faust himself and the figure of Sorge, Care, as portrayed by Veronica Tyler. So 
Later in the year, Veronica Tyler was a participant in the Tchaikovsky competition in Moscow, where she was a prize winner. I found a documentary that was produced for Russian television at the time, and there's a brief excerpt of Veronica Tyler performing a piece called simply Vocalese by a composer named Urbach, about whom I was able to determine absolutely nothing. 
I was interested to see that Veronica is accompanied by a black man at the piano, and I suspected that it might be Warren Wilson, and I inquired of those in the know, and they confirmed that he indeed was her pianist at the Tchaikovsky competition. So this is a very brief excerpt, only about a minute long, of a performance that she gave at that competition. Veronica Tyler shared second prize in the Tchaikovsky competition with the Bulgarian singer Evelina Stoitseva. The American soprano Jane Marsh won the gold medal, but there were whisperings around the competition that Veronica Tyler should have won the top prize. I admired Jane Marsh, and she went on to a respectable career, even an admirable one. This was the very first time that the Tchaikovsky competition had offered a prize in voice. And, as I mentioned, there was a documentary produced for Russian television. There were recordings that were released of the winners. And I was very, very lucky to get my hands on a copy of one of those LPs, which features live performances by some of the winners. Now, just as a little incidental note here, I am going to publish that entire LP as a bonus episode for my Patreon supporters, and I will do my little plug for my Patreon page. You can find it at patreon.com slash countermelody, and I publish, I think this next episode might be episode 100, so I publish a lot of bonus episodes there that often relate to the material that I posted on my primary episodes. If you are inspired to support the podcast, please do go to that link and you can make a contribution and you can also hear this very fascinating LP of the winners of the Tchaikovsky competition in their performances in the finals. Veronica Tyler on that release sings two different numbers and I'm going to play one of them for you, Dupuis le jour from Charpentier's Louise. Oh, <laughs> 
Following her victory in the Tchaikovsky competition, Veronica Tyler made one further appearance on the Young People's Concerts with Leonard Bernstein and the New York Philharmonic. This consisted of laureates, if you will, performers who had already appeared on those concerts. Fresh on the heels of her victory at the Tchaikovsky, Veronica Tyler appears and makes the most incredibly beautiful appearance and performance. She sings not only Mimi's aria Mi chiamano Mimi in a performance that, as I was telling someone or other the other day, is the performance I would coach out of a singer. She does absolutely everything right. Every single portamento, every single bit of rubato, the proper pacing, the architectural structure of the aria, she does it all and so brilliantly. And then she follows that with a performance of My Man's Gone Now, which was her second selection in the finals of the Tchaikovsky competition. I like this performance a little bit better, so I'm offering that. But my Patreon supporters will also hear her alternate performance of Serena Zaria from Moscow. Now, Leonard Bernstein introduces Miss Tyler, who appears and with radiant assurance completely disarms her audience. We now move on from the cello to the human voice, which isn't really such a big switch as it seems to be, because no matter how many fireworks the cello can produce, how many swooping scales and runs and flashy effects, the main business of the cello is to sing which is in fact the main business of any instrument, whether it's a string instrument, a woodwind, or a brass. An instrument must produce its notes like the syllable of a song, shaping them and breathing them into sung phrases. So we might say that the human voice is the basic model for all other instruments. Not, of course, any human voice. I, for instance, could breathe out the greatest series of sung phrases and you don't want to run out of the hall. The voice has to have a beautiful sound to begin with. And that's exactly what impressed us so strongly back in 1961 when we first heard Veronica Tyler sing the sheer beauty of her voice, to say nothing of her wonderful breath control, her sense of phrasing, and her ability to sustain a melody through a long, smooth curve. As she first sang with us on March 19th, 1961, arias by Puccini and Menotti, and we were so delighted with her that we invited her back in 1964 when she sang an aria from Carmen. And now here she is again, this time a triumphant winner in that same Tchaikovsky competition last year in Moscow. And like Stephen Cates, she too has been invited to mark that triumph by a command performance in the White House. But there's much more to Miss Tyler's vocal gift than just a lovely sound. There is real variety. You see, most operatic voices are pegged to one kind of sound and therefore to one kind of operatic character. For instance, a soprano who can sing the shy, tender melodies of Mimi in La Boheme is not likely to be any good at the role of Serena in Gershwin's opera Porgy and Bess, which is a role with a whole other sound. But Veronica Tyler can sing both, and she's going to do both for us today. First, Mimi's famous aria, Mi chiamano Mimi, which of course means my name is Mimi, from the first act of Puccini's marvelous opera, and then from Porgy and Bess, the aria, My Man's Gone Now. Welcome back, Veronica Tyler.
I have a source, we'll just call him a source, who in the past has provided me with rare, rare live pirate recordings from the stage of New York City Opera in the late 1960s and early 70s. I featured a few of those on what was going to be a new series on Counter Melody called Nyko Divas. I still am going to follow through on that and give you some more of those recordings. But on that episode, I foregrounded Veronica Tyler's appearance in The Magic Flute at the State Theater on the 19th of October, 1966. Now, for most people, the primary interest in that, I guess, would be Beverly Sills's appearance as Queen of the Night. And she's terrific. But I am so taken with Veronica Tyler in this recording. And in fact, on that Nyko Divas episode, I did feature her singing Ahifus. Now, this performance is in English, so I think it was called Ah, I Feel It. Today, I'm going to offer you the duet between Pamina and Papageno. It gives me particular joy to do this because who is the Papageno but John Reardon, that phenomenally eclectic American baritone whom I featured on a previous episode of the podcast. Here he is a divine Papageno, and she is an absolutely exquisite Pamina, one thing I really love about this performance, it's conducted by Julius Rudell, and the tempo is the right one. It's not one of these lickety-split things where they're just skirting over the surface of the music. He actually gives them room to phrase beautifully and memorably, and this is a performance that I hope will bring you as much joy as it does me.
there are some later recordings of Veronica Tyler that I'm working on getting my hands on. For one, she appeared with Washington Opera in Handel's Ariodante in the role of Dalinda opposite Beverly Sills and Tatiana Troianos as the two leads. We heard how beautifully she sang Bach. I can only imagine how wonderful her Handel is. She also made a belated Metropolitan Opera debut singing the role of Serena in the Met premiere of Porgy and Bess in the year 1985. She went on to sing a total of, I think it's 13 performances over the next two seasons of the role of Serena. I've done as much internet research as I've been able to do, and I did find that in the 1970s, she was an instructor of voice at the University of Missouri-Columbia, and that she appeared in 1978 at Central City in Cavalli's Scipio Africanus. The album of spirituals from which I played Give Me Jesus was released in the year 1980, and she continued to concertize with some of the most important orchestras and conductors. But it seems to me as if in later years her high-profile career slowed down and she withdrew more and more from the public eye. When she died in March 2020, she didn't want it publicized at all, and the news only broke three months later. Apparently, there was no funeral, there was no proper commemoration given to this singer, to my mind at least, a singer who was among the very finest sopranos in the 1960s. I have one final selection from that album of spirituals. This is the Florence Price arrangement of He's Got the Whole World in His Hand, where Veronica Tyler is joined by pianist Ernest Ragogini. I hope that you've enjoyed discovering this singer, encountering this singer, as much as I have enjoyed presenting her to you. And all of the forgotten divas that I have foregrounded for you this month and held up for your remembrance. So here's, he's got the whole world in his hands. Thank you. 
My dear friends, keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Gundlach. <laughs>